Welcome to All About Books on NET Radio. I'm your host, Pat Leach, Director of Lincoln City Libraries. Today, I'm delighted to welcome a guest author. Chris Harding Thornton is a lecturer in the English department at UNL and the author of the very recently published novel, Pickard County Atlas. Chris, welcome to the program. Hi, Pat. Thank you so much. Well, tell me how your book, Pickard County Atlas, came to be. It started about 2008, actually. I can't speak for other writers, but I sit down to write, and I just hope something happens. And (laughs) one one day I heard this chattering voice and started writing it down. And the voice wound up being the character of Pam. And what I wrote ended up being in chapter 11. Then I had a random idea years later about, I don't know why, but people stealing clothing and burning them in abandoned houses. Oh, wow. (laughs) And then, yeah, it was just a random thought. And I was wondering, I wonder what, you know, I wonder where that will go. And then I came up with Rick's character, and I finally landed on Harley's character. It follows three three characters really closely. And then those were the seeds of the book. Um, and, of course, I, I pulled from my own experiences, even though it's, it's definitely fiction. Um, mm-hmm. But a couple of the characters who are brothers have the same job as my dad, and they work on mobile homes, and I lived in one as a kid. And... Money is tight, which is really what I think uh, Pam, one of the same, the central characters, uh, I think that that's one of her primary problems. So this, um, all, this all became then a, a novel where there's sort of a revisiting of an old murder, and right. in doing that, a lot of the secrets or the stories of each of these characters comes forward. And I was intrigued because my understanding is this crime is revisited years later when the father of the victim wishes to put a memorial stone in the cemetery. Yeah, that's what tips everything off, this really small gesture. The book is set uh, on the edge of the Nebraska Sandhills in July 1978, and it's, yeah, it's 18 years after this young boy was killed by a farmhand who sadly had had PTSD, um, from his time in in Korea, the man confessed to the killing, but only after he'd panicked and had hid the body and then killed himself. So the authorities were never able to find this body. And when the book opens, yeah, the the boy's parents have have planted a headstone and had a funeral, and that one little thing sends everybody kind of spiraling toward disaster. The way the story is written, it really closely follows three these three main characters. There's Harley Jensen, a sheriff's deputy, uh, Rick Reddick, who's the brother of the boy who was killed back in the day, and Pam, who is Rick's wife and the mother of their three-year-old daughter. Uh, the book opens with a confrontation between Harley, the deputy, and Paul Reddick, and he's the youngest brother of the boy who was killed. And then, without giving away too much, uh-huh. um, someone starts stealing clothing from recently deceased people's houses and burning down abandoned houses, as we have many of them in Nebraska. What really drives the book, for, for me, is that each character isn't quite sure what the other characters think or know. 
it's more like of a what happened story than a whodunit, I guess. The book is, it's definitely not a conventional thriller. I've, I've read thrillers. I enjoy a lot of thrillers, but it, it, this is, it's much more like a family drama with suspense. Everybody, uh, everyone's family, I think most families are a little bit messy. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably fair to say. <laughs> I think it's pretty, pretty safe to say. Different readers seem to have different ideas about who the central character of the book is. And I, I think that's great, actually. I like that everyone experiences the story differently. Sure. For Yeah, for me, Paul might be the main character, which is weird because we never go into his head. But I like it was fun to write a character that we never actually get into and who all these other characters have assumptions about and impressions of. Um, playing with that wound up being what really carried me through the revision phase of the book, which was so long. Like I, like I mentioned, I started writing it in 2008 and it was just, I thought I was writing short stories. Uh, right. That, that ended up not being the case. I was just really just doing character development and they all ended up being part of the same story. Sure. Um, and I moved and I changed jobs and schools and I took years off to write another book but I just I kept coming back to these characters in this place I finished a rough draft in 2013 and then I started revising um, but I teach writing which is great but also really time consuming so I can really only work on writing on spring or winter breaks maybe a month of the summer when I'm not prepping new courses I think I probably spent a year and a half, maybe two years working on the book collectively and then publishing. If, if you don't self-publish, at least it, it happens pretty slowly. Then there's finding an agent, finding an editor and fine-tuning the book and copy edit. So it's been in the publishing phase for two to three years. Was the editing process most intense once you'd found a publisher or, or at what point does the editor come into play? Well, I, you know, I spoke, I found the agent first and I did it the old fashioned way. I just sent out query letters to agents that looked like they, they might be interested, you know, based on their bios and stuff. And but initially it was, she rejected me. Ah. <laughs> yeah, she rejected me, but she, but with the caveat that, you know, if, if I wanted to revise, like she would definitely love to reread it. And Everything that she mentioned that were kind of things that hung her up in the book, as soon as she said them, it just felt right. And I was like, oh, she's, she just nailed it. She knows exactly what's, <laughs> what, right. what the book needs. Like, I, know, I just knew it was right. So some reviewers have noted that Pickard County Atlas fits into, I think, a newish fiction genre that some refer to as rural noir or crime stories right. set outside of the coast and outside of metro areas. Did you have that in mind as you wrote, or why did you choose such a rural setting? I really didn't have it in mind uh, when I wrote. To me, it's, it's you know, people are people, um, regardless of, you know, whether mm -hmm. they live in rural areas or in city areas. And I grew up just outside of, uh, well, between Irvington and Bennington back when those were pretty distant from Omaha. I grew up in an area that was kind of similar to the book um, 
which is not near the sand hills, but I love the sand hills. So, and I'm always going out there. And I guess because it's a place I go when I can to kind of get perspective and uh, take some space. And um, I've always met wonderful people out there. So it was sort of a place in my head that I wanted to revisit. Mm-hmm. You know, and also combine it with this rural area that I, I grew up in. I, I grew up in the trailer court between Irvington and Bennington. And then I also grew, I moved when I was seven in with my grandparents who lived um, a mile and a half uh, just south of Bennington. Again, it was like 30 minutes away from Omaha, at least back then. So it, it was part of it was, I think, you know, home, like trying to get back home in a way. And conveying that through your writing. Yeah, yeah. I see. Well, let's turn from your writing experience to your reading life. What do you choose for your own recreational reading? I wish I could read a lot more uh, for pleasure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I enjoy, I think, a lot of stuff that's really pretty classic. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Ralph Ellison, uh, Invisible Man, and mm-hmm. his collection of, of stories and, or not stories, essays and uh, interviews. I love a lot of Wright Morris. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. If people don't know that he's a Nebraska writer that not a lot of people, I think, seem to know about that much anymore, at least nationally. Well, and Wright uh, Morris as somebody who conveyed the rural, the sense of rural, Nebraska yeah. or rural people. Lovely. In a, in a way that I think is just, it, the first time I read The Home Place, I, I felt like I'd written it. It, it just felt so familiar. And then uh, James Welch, he wrote uh, Winter in the Blood. I reread it all the time. I reread uh, Morris's thing, too, but all the time. But, yeah, uh, Winter in the Blood, it, it just it makes me, every single time, It I laugh and cry my eyes out. Every single time. Now, that's a book, um, then. Yeah. Yeah, Winter in the Blood. It's It's a really short book. It's a fun little odyssey that you go on. It's funny too, and it then it just turns on a dime into into just it just breaks your heart, and it's lovely. I'm really into Shakespeare's plays; those had a big influence on Pickard County Atlas for oh. sure. Uh, Louise Erdrich's Love Medicine, I think, is a really great book. I recently read for the first time Larry Watson's Montana, 1948. Oh, I love that you mentioned that. That's one of my favorites. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I really loved it. Uh, William Maxwell's uh, So Long, See You Tomorrow. Sure. I love. Um, Cormac McCarthy, Larry McMurtry, who just passed, unfortunately. Uh, I think Last Picture Show is, is one of the best books. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's one of my favorites. So as you're thinking about your reading life, a lot of, it sounds like a lot of your reading is reflected then, as one would expect, in the writing that you do as well. Do you have those authors in mind as you write? Definitely, yeah. Yeah, those and um, The Butcher Boy. I think The Butcher Boy may have had the most influence. It's by an Irish writer named Patrick McCabe. Hmm. Uh, It sounds so trite and silly, but I read it in one afternoon, and I really did laugh and cry. (laughs) Ah. And then I, I walked around for about a week just hearing the narrator of that book with in my head, mm. it was really something. And I, I just really, 
that was what started my whole writing journey, really. Um, that one book. Wow. And that one was The Butcher Boy by Patrick McCabe. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining me on All About Books today to talk about your new book, Pickard County Atlas. Thank you. Chris Harding Thornton has been my guest on All About Books today. We discussed her book, Pickard County Atlas, published in 2021 by MCD, which is a part of the publisher Farrar, Strauss, and Giroux. Chris, thanks again for joining me. Thank you so much, Pat. You've been listening to All About Books on NET Radio. Podcasts of this and other programs are available online when you visit netnebraska.org slash radio. For All About Books, I'm Pat Leach.